0: Hello listeners and welcome back to Chasm Converses. As part of this special double episode week, this next conversation is with one of my good friends, Mads Winter. We talk about her time gigging in Rockabilly band Raunchy Sugar while still being in high school. We also chat about recording and her acoustic duo, and throughout this episode, we also had Mads's dog Indy joining us, and she makes her presence known a few times. Let's get conversing. Some article that, that should be like, in my i like, listen to dog noises. That's, that's right. <coughs>
1: that could be funny. ASMR dog noises. Oh.
0: Uh. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. I'm, Thanks I'm, I'm for awesome. having me. Yeah, it's really cool. I do like a little bit of research, just not too much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, we've known each other for so long, so it's like, there's a few things I know, a few things I don't know and yeah. all that sort of thing. But yeah. even so, I, I usually like just to do these podcasts just to talk about live stuff and people who perform and create and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And you're definitely one of those people. So Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Um, you've been like obviously invested and in, involved in a lot of music and that sort of stuff for a um, very, very long time. Obviously, you and I know each other from high school, um, back mm-hmm. in the Blackwood high school days. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I actually sort of realized today was, I think it was in year 11, that I met you and you were in year nine or something. Yeah, and Most times when people sort of in music in high school, they're sort of learning their craft so that maybe they can be a teacher or maybe they can mm. be in a band, but you were basically already kind of in a band. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, age.
1: yeah, started gigging at 15. Ooh, so, wow. um, yeah. So, year you nine or ten. <laughs> yeah, I I started gigging. Yeah. yeah. How did it feel yep. to sort of
0: be, I guess, like, like sort of know that you're kind of in a band doing a lot of live music stuff while also still going to school and studying mm. music and um, that sort of
1: stuff. Yes, it kind of made school not really matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So it it was weird because you get you're thrown into the to the adult mm. world. Pretending you're 25 when you're 15. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, and dealing with, with all of that and getting to, to be paid to play music.
0: Yeah. Um, You're getting paid. That was almost like a job.
1: Well, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't, I guess it made me grow up a lot um, and very quickly because, Mm. um, yeah, you're like out, working in pubs and clubs and wineries and stuff yeah, yeah. Um, whilst others are playing computer games or, yes. I don't know, <laughs> drunk in a gutter somewhere at
0: a yeah, house party. I was, I was one of those
1: two. <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I grew up with music um, my whole life. So, yeah, dad obviously being a muso um, and, yeah, always grew up going to pubs and, and watching him play. So it it pretty much was – a dumb deal when I was a child, really, that I was going to end up gigging. And then, um, yeah, he got to – I always wanted to be a singer and he made me do piano lessons um, (laughs) up until grade five. And then once I got to that, I was allowed to have singing lessons. Um, And then, yeah, then it all kind of came naturally because I guess you have the ear for it. Yeah. Um, Like playing piano and stuff, you can hear the notes quite – yeah, quite clearly, absolutely. quite nicely. And then from there, he, I guess, he was happy enough to, to let me start yeah, gigging. That's brilliant. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. obviously, the band you guys were involved with was called Ronsey Sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember that back in the day. I came to a few gigs. Yeah, you like, did. Yeah, that was fun. They were long gigs, too. Like sometimes we yeah. should be playing up to four or so hours. Four hours. Just like a whole long thing. Yeah. Like three, like slight intermissions, almost like three sets. Mm hmm. I guess it was
1: yeah like, yeah some would be some would be four sets for yeah. sh- for shorter sets others would be three longer sets but yeah it was generally a four hour stint on a Friday night or a Saturday night or yeah. a Sunday <laughs> afternoon really we'd have the occasional um, we did a lot of uh, mu- like rockabilly music festivals and stuff like that and they yeah. they were much easier they were kind of like a one to two hour um, one or two setter yeah, kind okay. of situations. Um, so they were a bit easier, but um, <laughs> don't mind my dog. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: but the uh, but the, um, the four the four set pub gigs were fun because you know it's a it's a rowdy atmosphere. Everyone's there to have a good time. So yeah, absolutely. yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. How yeah.
0: Was it how like how did it sort of feel at the set? Just being like. Young getting smashed right into that sort of pub scene, mm. scene because there was like around it was around five or six. I think it was that played all together.
1: Yeah, there was usually five, sometimes four, sometimes six. Yeah. So, so generally speaking, there were two front girls, um, and then there was drums, bass, guitar. Yeah, sometimes we'd get some sax going on. Yeah, uh, yes. sometimes we'd have some keys. It, yeah, it just kind of depended on the gig and yeah. how much they were going to pay us. Really. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, but generally speaking, it was a five five piece band, um, sure. so yeah, the energy was really fun. Um, Jess and I bounced off of each other a lot, so that was that yeah. was really fun and kind of gave a nice dynamic you don't often see two mm, front people. True. So yeah, it was it was quite fun.
0: That's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I would love to talk to you about like your your influences and like the artists that you listen to that sort of I guess inspires your own sort of set on your voice. Mm. Because, yeah, you've got obviously an amazing voice that as we learned. Maybe a couple of years ago, when you worked with
1: me on a metal song, yeah, you could work in all yeah, yeah, sort of different things. So, yeah, yeah, like who are the people that you sort of grew up, yeah? To so, sort of um, like every little Australian girl, I grew up listening to Delta and Kylie Minogue, <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> but, um, you know, I yeah, grew up in a muso household, so there was always jazz, there was always blues, um, bit of reggae, yeah, um. There wasn't really any like focal country really going on, but um there was yeah, just always really just reggae jazz, blues, yeah. um bit of rock here and there, you know, that kind of yeah. thing, um but then, yeah, when I was kind of learning to sing, I guess and and finding my own influences, um my biggest ever influence um is Amy Winehouse, so, yes. yeah, so I used to just mimic her all the time, I guess, yeah. and kind of learnt how to sing in that style from that. Um, but, yeah, then I really got into Etta James and Beth Hart and some really big mm. blues artists as well. Yeah. Um, always really loved the funk scene as well at like Jamiroquai and yeah, James Brown and all that kind of thing. So um, now I guess I draw a lot of my influences f- still from that, yeah. but um, – I've started listening to a lot of kind of like African music, Afro beats oh, really? and stuff. Um, yeah, and and a, a hell of a lot more reggae. I'm not sure if yeah. it's just because yeah. it's not what I play and yeah, okay. I enjoy listening to it, but then I'm kind of, I guess, mimicking some of those vocal yeah. voicings and stuff when I'm doing yeah, like what, my music now. Did you um, see it yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, so. Yeah, but then I, I go through obsessions with John Mayer all the time too.
0: Yeah,
1: I think most people do. So, <laughs> you know, that comes and goes, and um, but it's it's really been like New Zealand reggae has yeah. been wow. l- Yeah, what I've been listening to a lot, a lot of Fat Freddy's Drop, a lot of Lab. Um, some things I did Yeah, know, good, yeah, like, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Like, oh, this
1: stuff. Yeah, oh, and I've really is. been getting around a um, a few new soul acts as well. Um, there's an artist called Alan Stone that I've really been digging recently.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, I don't really ever listen as much to, like, that jazzy kind of influence anymore. Yeah. Um But... You know, you still play it sometimes. You are like, oh fuck, that's good. Yeah, like that's true. why I listen to it. But yeah, 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 yeah. Have you
0: ever sort of have you ever been able to see any of your like um, influencers like do their own live shows, and their own live performances? Like, have you ever gone to go see like? Did you get to see White House or like?
1: No, um, so I never. Like yes, I did actually. <laughs> <laughs> as a kid, I think I went to three Kylie concerts and two oh. Delta. I could be wrong, I Mum, mean, if you're listening.
0: Yes, as <laughs> maybe
1: one, um, but yeah, I uh, definitely as a kid saw that and then um yeah I haven't seen I I never got to see Amy Winehouse um but yeah I have been uh to see quite a few people that I really like haven't seen John Mayer but Mm -hmm. saw Alan Stone just recently um at Harvest Rock Festival which was really good yeah no and it was great um so it was really good to see him and um, as I was saying, kind of been listening to some more like funky world music <laughs> as, as stuff as well. So I've really been getting into Corrumbin too. They played there as well. Right, cool. um, and then, yeah, went and saw, I forgot to mention Parcels, really been I digging know. Parcels because it's kind of the Jamara Choir new generation. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, I saw them back in November. Um, but, yeah, just post-COVID, I've just been trying to get out and yeah. see, like everyone's touring. So. Very true. Yeah. Especially here.
0: There are so just many, especially – this year, now that I'm leaving. Yeah, of course. And i just all picked up, like, you got Not First and then you have, I think, Snoop Dogg's coming here. With Decent, of course he is, yeah. And there's, like, a yeah. bunch of other, like, metal bands that just were here, I think, the other week or something like that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. There's so much going on. Yeah, crazy. And it's all in that one, like, period of March to February, like, mm-hmm. maybe just on April. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. just like, damn, I well, yep. it's very not happy. Here. No, <laughs>
1: no. Yeah, I think everyone is um travelling now. Well, Touring now that yes. you know um, COVID's over and done with, so yes, yeah, true. yeah, it's um it's a good time to see music at the moment. Yeah,
0: how did you go through that whole sort of period? I don't want to obviously share too much of my light on the old COVID times. But yeah, obviously, you know, you and me both are obviously black performers. So how did you sort of deal with not being able to do your thing for a while?
1: Yeah, um, we were pretty lucky actually. As a um, most of my gigs are acoustic. Joy, or, or really maybe that's what COVID did. COVID yes. kind of got rid of all the band. Like I was doing a lot of band work, so I guess yeah, that's that's where that happened.
0: <laughs> the yeah, you with the,
1: you yeah. The so I <laughs> kind of started doing a lot of joy work, um, but I was still doing quite a bit of band work, and then that just kind of scrapped it. Yeah. Venues didn't want bands. They don't want people dancing. Mm. They didn't want that party atmosphere that got them into trouble. Really. Yeah. So um, music was just scrapped, but. There are a lot of good initiatives and um, budgets to keep acoustic music in South Australian venues. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best ones was that Adelaide City Council started doing a um, winter weekends thing. So they were booking Musos Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And that started in 2020 when COVID started. Yeah, and cool. so essentially, they set the council, set Musos up, paid the bills for the Musos to play, put them through the West End, East End and um, Central City mm-hmm. and put them in locations where they could benefit three or four venues right. um, so that they weren't, you know, playing to favourites with the venues but they were putting music on. They were giving Musos the opportunity to gig, paying their bills yeah. and then helping the, the venues out. So that really was a lifesaver. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah, 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 so that one was really good, kept us going. Um, and then my other residencies kind of just were here and there. They'd come and go. Yeah. yeah. Um, depending on restrictions at the time and stuff yeah. like that. But I, I, yeah, we we're pretty lucky. Um, we didn't lose too much. I lost quite a few venues that I used to uh, play at. Um, and then they just stopped music, I guess. Yeah, and all, and all of the band shit's just gone out the window. Um, yeah. I, prior to COVID, I was doing a lot of wedding receptions and stuff as well. And yeah, it's true. I just kind of (laughs) lost that. Um, So, yeah, and that just, I I guess, like, through COVID, just kind of lost the connections for that and fell through. But um, still do heaps of wedding ceremonies and um, cocktail hours and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, started DJing a little bit during COVID. So, you know, um, (laughs) Zach and I bought bought some tables and that was kind of my COVID hobby was to, to mess around with that and learn how to DJ a little bit. It was either that or we just missed performing. So just kind (laughs) of, yeah, learn a new skill while you can. Yeah. 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 Obviously
0: like, yeah, you are in like your acoustic duo with your, with your partner. Mm. is awesome. Like, and you guys play so many different venues and that sort of thing as well. Like also wineries and stuff, especially in Adelaide, which is, there's no shortage of wineries around here.
1: Yeah. That's one thing that's come out of COVID. Um, a lot of pubs haven't kept music on, but wineries have. Yeah. Everyone's taken a big turn to heading to a winery for an afternoon rather than do a tasting. Mm. It's go there, chill out like you would have in a pub, but now yeah. wineries have got this huge emergence and they I guess that probably stemmed from all the COVID restrictions and it was they were one mm. of the easiest places to get people back and yeah. outside because most of them rely on outdoor seating and that kind of thing they so do.
0: and because a lot of them yeah. are like obviously in the um, kind of uh, Blood springs or like rosa those outdoor yeah. areas most of them are quite big and spacious yeah. so yeah. you could have that distance between yeah
1: exactly yeah yeah and i think um people just yeah felt more comfortable i think going yeah going to those kind of places and during the day and stuff like i've definitely found the city is never as busy mm. anymore and um the venues are coming and going, whereas I guess uh, the wine sector never really took too much of a a hit with everyone sitting at home drinking wines. Yeah, true. You're obviously much of an avid wine drinker yourself. Yeah. We're both sitting here having
0: some beers while we're doing this, which is nice. I I think this is the Vale. Good old Vale Pale. The Vale Pale, which is quite good, yeah. I mean, obviously, you should play some different wineries and sort some stuff. Do you have like... Go in and sort of have yourself a tasting, or have like a little simple little one, like um.
1: Or generally, not really. Most wineries hook you up anyway and not
0: give nice. give
1: you a a drink or two or three. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> yeah. So you kind way of way. yeah. <laughs> and some of them, you know, you play it every month, so you make your way through their yeah. wine list over the course of the year, I guess. But um. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's I like to if I have um a day off and people are wanting to do something, I like to then give back and go to those wineries and watch someone else play and mm. then you can do a bit of a tasting there or
0: yeah. or
1: try. But I'm a fan believer in um, supporting venues that su- support music rather yeah. than, you know, the, the old Coles pub down the road who yeah. <laughs> got <laughs> rid true. of all their music. Yeah, I know that. Rather support a a small winery that's yeah. forking the bill out.
0: Mm. And with your, like, um, obviously with the sets you do for the cover, um, for the acoustic uh, duo, do you guys mm-hmm. do mainly just colour songs or do you have some original songs that you've kind of written yourself? Because obviously you guys live together and have been doing well yeah, for a while now. yeah. Have you sort of forked out any original stuff together?
1: To be honest, I haven't really done much. Zach writes heaps <laughs> and right. and he will do an instrumental here and there and, yes, and yes. play that. Um, and, but most of the time you're expected to play covers that people know and love, but half the time people ask me if what I'm playing is a um, a cover or an original because I play some shit that's not on top 40. So, you know, they don't, um, a lot of it. So I could probably really get away with it. Um, when I, I jump up at a few blues gigs here and there, and then you do a bit of a jam on an original or something like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, through just the, the acoustic stuff, we haven't really done yeah. too much original stuff, but it's yeah. definitely something that this year you can chuck in.
0: Yeah. I reckon
1: a few tunes here and there and no one, definitely. no one would bat an eyelid. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, definitely. Yeah.
0: That was like an into my, one of the things I actually wanted to ask you for a while. Mm. obviously like, um, you've done a little bit of recording that I know of with myself, with Kazarin and with, uh, hear me and that sort of thing. Have mm. you done any other recording besides the ones that we've kind of done together?
1: Not original stuff. No, really? I, um, I have done some work for kids entertainment, which was really oh. fun. Nice. Um, so yeah, <laughs> recorded a bit of that. let see. That was another Leading into COVID, what am I doing with my life?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so, yeah, I did a bit of that and um, have recorded some, like, just stuff for promotional things, really. Like, I right. haven't um, – yours was the first, uh, like, purely original project Ooh, that, wow. yeah, that cool. I worked on. I guess when you're in the cover scene, you get so obsessed with the money.
0: Yeah. And, like,
1: that? you're just – it becomes, like, it's a full job, really. Yeah, And yeah. the money is great and then – you kind of get stuck in that loop of learning yeah. songs to play and yeah. better yourself in that regard, and you kind of lose track of making your own yeah, music yeah. U- unless you do it completely full time. You live and breathe it. Yeah, um, in fact
0: if you were working two jobs full time, yes, if you had like you know the if you're doing like you know your full time job as well as your acoustic job. Mm-hmm. It'd be hard to find any creative time to yes. do anything else, yes. especially when it comes to like recording visual music. So mm. yeah, no, mm. it'd be very, very difficult.
1: Yeah, it definitely is because you, yeah, I guess you give yourself 40 hours of being mm. at somewhere else and then life on top yeah. of that and help try to have a healthy lifestyle and go to the gym and yeah, have a social yeah. life and you know, things <laughs> like that. that. Way, and yeah. yeah, and it um it really does get to the point where you're like, what like say say the weekends we do three gigs yeah. or four gigs, you just go, I really don't need a nine to five. Yeah, yeah. And
0: right.
1: then it would give you so much time to mm, true. to work on original projects and feel the passion a little bit more. Yeah. Um but then, you know, I guess COVID really put the dampener on it where you just in a day, lose
0: yeah sixty yeah. gigs, like, yeah, and like, so then you yeah.
1: yeah you just run you yeah run the risk of it, but um yeah that that's where I'm at at the moment. It's a bit of a limbo on.
0: Mm, true.
1: Do you give up the nine to five? Do you keep the nine to five? Yeah, because it's obviously
0: um, like I mean, getting home like late in the day is hard sometimes. Yeah, because then it's like shit. I've got like maybe four or five, like no, maybe four hours until I actually yeah. go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Do yeah. Do that whole
1: thing yeah, again. and you try and you know walk your dog and go to the gym and clean yeah. your house and look after your bird <laughs> yeah <laughs> the bloody bird um yeah just all the all the adult stuff I guess yeah uh, yeah like I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> say
0: because like when we were doing the case around stuff and like you because you came in the studio twice obviously yeah like you just seemed so at home there yeah and it was It was just my brain just clicked into the fact that oh yeah she's been here before she yeah and yeah it's like oh Maybe she actually hasn't done
1: Yeah. Name. No, I've, done, I've done a bit of recording, but it's always been like, this is what you're singing, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. what you're going to do. Right. Um, and then I guess my, yeah, only creativity has been how to deliver it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've done a bit in the studio, but it was fun. It was fun to do yeah. something different.
0: Yeah, no, I had a great time doing it. Yeah, well. yeah,
1: yeah. And there's some guys that I was playing with um, prior to the Big C, that we were doing lots of gigs with. And then um, they're speaking of doing some original stuff this year and oh, really? and not necessarily even gigging it but yeah. recording it.
0: Just studio doing yeah. it. Uh, yeah,
1: cool. yeah, um, yeah, because just for something different and just try it. Like um, one of the guys is a sound tech and just wants to try some new sounds and mm. new things and experiment yeah. with that a bit and and – you know, you can do what you want when it's an original, yeah. and you know, layer five hundred voices or do whatever <laughs> yeah. you want to do. It's so crazy,
0: you can come your way when you're doing that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that'll be fun, like working with working with um, a band and. Yeah. And coming up with that, yeah. So, so, so I'll ask you if you're
0: going to do some original stuff one day because I think you probably should.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. It's one of those things that I just every year shoot myself in the foot, and every year it's my I should I should write and record some original stuff this year, and then yeah. the next year rolls around, and you're like, damn it, I've done fifty cover gigs and yeah and yeah. heaps of money but haven't
0: I spent this long recorded, at my,
1: recorded anything yeah yeah, like, oh, yeah shit, spent yeah. 52 weeks there yeah um yeah so no it's definitely something i need to do and i really yeah. need someone to i need to kick my butt into gear
0: yes mm-hmm. i mean if you need someone to record for you i mean record you obviously we both know a man and jack hartley he was mm. fantastic with you last time so mm. you know, and he's what a legend! Got, he's always got jobs piling up as they come back. Yeah. He's always pretty good. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm killing it at the moment with the amount of stuff that I've got coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I pumping it out. Before. Yeah, basically, I think this. Oh, I, I think I was in the studio for five weeks in a row, mm. and this now on Friday. I think I've I have technically had I technically had a week off, mm. but then I'm back on Friday for a song that's got nothing to do with my solo project oh really it's a completely different song with Sam oh (laughs) I love that yeah it's 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 gonna be crazy and really really dumb but Mm. either way it's yeah it's gonna be fun but no like it's it's always so fun just doing all the music stuff and getting involved and that sort of stuff and Mm. it's sick and Mm. you're doing so well just obviously just keeping your dog very very calm (laughs) (laughs) the whole time she's been in the room she
1: wants to sing
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) It's, yeah, I had my friend on the podcast the other day, and he had a cat um, who just decided to barge into the room, and that will be obviously that will be fun before this podcast actually. But even so try it's gonna be like an editing nightmare. Right? Yeah, trying yeah. to like figure that all out and do it all is gonna be crazy. But yeah, even so. Um, but no, it's been fantastic. Yeah. I've loved talking to you about all this sort of stuff. Yeah.
1: And likewise. Yeah.
0: It's, it's always quite fun kind of doing this because sometimes you just don't really have like in-depth talk with mm, your mm, friends or that mm. sort of stuff. And then it's also pretty good for the person that you're sort of talking to because then they can sort of you know, reflect on the spot. Yeah. Like me.
1: Thing. I really need to get my originals.
0: Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, Shit, yeah, I should do that. Eh? Yeah. yeah. It's like, maybe it's like, maybe this is like the click. That that's like, that's it. That's it. Thought you, like you need
1: someone interrogating you. <laughs> in a very nice space I would say yeah. Yeah, this is quite a nice space to be intelligent
0: <laughs> <laughs> so no thank you Mads. this has been so oh, nice thanks fun. for having I really me I appreciate you being on my podcast thank you thank you guys so much for tuning in to our episode this week I hope that you've enjoyed the conversation with Mads I hope that you've enjoyed a conversation with Ben it's been a really big double episode week and I personally hope that you've enjoyed all of it so far Feel free to like and subscribe to the Instagrams, the Facebooks, and all the socials. Next week, we got another conversation right back on the Wednesday, so do tune in. We'll be right back here next week on Chasm Converses.